Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. If you have light-painted woodwork in your home, and who doesn't these days, I'd like to offer you a little suggestion. Get a bottle of Johnson's Cream Wax. That's right, cream wax. Take a cloth and rub a little of this creamy white polish on the most soiled part of the woodwork, preferably where there are dirty fingerprints. If you've never used this newest form of Johnson's Wax, you'll be delighted with what it does. You see, cream wax is made especially for furniture and light woodwork. And it contains, besides the wax, two effective cleansing ingredients. Cream wax removes those smudgy fingerprints and soiled spots instantly. And with only a light polishing, it leaves a really beautiful, lustrous wax finish. Besides beauty, the wax gives protection against future soiling, makes dusting really easy. Johnson's Cream Wax fills a real need, not only for your furniture and woodwork, but for your white kitchen equipment, too. You probably use Johnson's Paste and Liquid Wax already. Well, now try Johnson's Cream Wax. You'll like it. snicker at our Stone Age ancestors who wrote on pieces of soft rock with pieces of hard rock. But at least their fountain pens didn't drip all over their tiger skin. Like the one being used by a fellow whose wife has her fingers in her ears. As we join Fibber McGee and Bolly. Ah, this blah blah squirt gun. This blankety-dad, blankety-ratted, crabbity-blamed imitation of a whipsawed fly spray. This ram-dazzled fraud, now, this McGee, thing... Now, McGee, please, oh. control yourself. How can anybody control myself when this double-dipped, frag-plastered, rim-fostered fountain pen throws its prim-hassled ink all over my cluck-weaseled shirt? Why, I never heard such language in all my life. Uh. I'm shocked. Or I'll bet I would be if I could understand it. What I'm trying to say is this pen is no good. No? No. I could write a cleaner signature with an atomizer. Is that the fountain pen you want on the punch board? Yeah. The one that was guaranteed not just for life, not just forever, but just for 30 days? (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. To whom are you writing to? I'm making out a couple of checks. I'm strictly the type of guy that likes to keep his credit good. Some of these bills are six months old. What about the light bill? What about it? I just got that bill a few days before Christmas. Besides, they got plenty of dough. I read in the paper last night where they just passed the dividend. McGee, I simply don't know how you keep up with financial affairs like that. With all the things that you have to do... My, oh, my, isn't it a lovely day? Everybody's so cheerful and all. Yes, are you getting along all right in the kitchen, Lena? Is there anything you need? No, I'm right in the middle of washing those dishes, and I thought I'd better see if you've got a dictionary. (laughs) I just know you have. You're both being so educated and all. You want to look up a word, Lena? I could probably tell you what it means. Oh, no, I don't want to look up anything, Mr. McGee. My gracious, I have enough trouble remembering all the words I know now without taking on any new ones. (laughs) 
Well, what do you want to know about the dictionary, then? Well, the way I look at it, Mr. McGee, when a girl wants to get away from the kitchen sink for a few minutes, one excuse is as good as another. <laughs> well, I'll go along with that, Lena. Oh, I'm real comfortable out there, though, with that stool to sit on and all. I don't stand up any more than I have to lately since Dr. Gamble pulled those three teeth. <laughs> Dr. Gamble pulled three teeth? Mm-hmm, out of my legs. <laughs> Pull three teeth out of your leg? Yeah, a dog bit me, you see. And it was, uh, it was sort of an old dog, and his teeth were loose. He had uh, two incisors and a bicustard. <laughs> the dog was a German sheep herder, I do believe. <laughs> My goodness, that can be dangerous. I hope the dog wasn't mad, Lena. No, but I sure was. <laughs> Although I shouldn't have been, because he was just trying to be accommodating, really. <laughs> Accommodating, taking a bite out of you? Yeah, I was giving myself a singing lesson, seeing I was having a little trouble with some of the notes. Mm -hmm. But when he sunk his teeth in my leg, I hit a high C that broke three windows in the dining room. <laughs> well, I guess somebody's got to finish those dishes, and I know who. Zippity doo da, My, my. She's awfully fond of music, isn't she, dearie? She's awfully fond of her own singing. I'll go that far. <laughs> now, hey, I gotta get these check signs. If I can get this dad ratted fountain pen to stop leaking all over the place. Come I'll in. Get... Oh, it's Dr. Gamble, McGee. Hello, doctor. Hello, my dear. And how are you today, Napoleon? Napoleon, eh? In a complimentary, uh, complimentary mood today, ain't you, doctor? <laughs> no, not necessarily. <laughs> Napoleon was just another little egomaniac who thought he was better than he was. Just the same. Just the same, Doctor. He almost beat Alexander the Great at Waterloo. <laughs> no, no, that was Julius Caesar, Molly. <laughs> Napoleon lost the Battle of Waterloo to Sigmund Romberg. <laughs> I'm sorry I mentioned it. When it comes to history, me... What are those spots on your face, McGee? Hmm? Stick out your tongue. Take off your shirt. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is just fountain pen ink, butcher boy, so you can take that hungry look off your face. <laughs> The guy that's going to cut into me is the internal revenue collector. <laughs> well, that's too bad. I have a dull scalpel I was saving for you. You make one move toward my scalp malpractice. And by the way, Fatso, is it true that the night before you passed the state medical board, every one of the examiners got a mysterious case of bonded bourbon? That's an outrageous falsehood. Why, of course it is. That was scotch. <laughs> but what's all this furor about writing letters, snare drum? Buttering up some rich relative? If it's any of your business, Snoopy, I am paying some bills. Mine is $7 when you get around to it. <laughs> Which you probably won't. So few people do. Oh, you got a lot of unpaid accounts, Doctor? My dear girl, if people paid what they owe me, I would have two Cadillacs, a new x-ray machine, and a mild heart attack. <laughs> if you weren't such an impractical, soft-headed businessman, Dopey, you'd hand your bills over to a collection agency. For 50% of the take, they'd be... Hey, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. How much dough you figure you got coming? Locally, I'd say about 11000 About 9200 of which is uncollectible for various reasons. Mm, well, that's still $1,800. Well, Why did you ask, dearie? Because I'm going to show old Slowball here how to collect his accounts. How about it, Whistle Stop? Give me half if I collect them? Why not? What can I lose? If you only collect enough to pay your own bill, it'll be sheer velvet. <laughs> McGee, you mean you're actually going to go around town and try and collect the old doctor's bills? Or, I mean, the, uh, 
Doctor's old bill. <laughs> Every nickel up the snooky. Don't be too optimistic, dreamboat. You are up against the prize deadbeats of all time. They can take a hint like Hirohito took San Francisco. Now, don't sell <laughs> McGee short, Doctor. He's had a lot of experience in bill collecting. You betcha. He's always been on the other end of it, of course. But... <laughs> he knows the technique. I'm full of angles, Fatso. I got more dodges than Detroit, Michigan. All right, Johnny Eager, you have the assignment. I'll have my secretary get the bills together as soon as I get back to the office. Good. You know, I treated a fellow just last week who got his foot in a bear trap in the dark. Yeah, what that got to do with me? Nothing. Only he didn't know what he was stepping into either. So long. <laughs> undertaking quite a chore, haven't you, dearie? Collecting all those dead bills? Oh, my gosh, Molly. I'm just doing it for sentimental reasons. Oh, you are? Yeah. I love money. Billy Mills in the orchestra and Guilty. This is easy money, Molly. We've collected 29 bucks already. Well, here's the next one. C. Edward Price. House call, five bucks. Got an argument ready, dearie? I'm the type of guy that's always got an argument ready. One yap out of this patching, I'll threaten him with a writ of Tramus Mortimus. <laughs> Heavenly days. What on earth is Tramus Mortimus? I don't know. I just made it up. But just mention the word writ to the average guy, and he folds up like a carpenter's yardstick. Come on. What's that in your hand? Phony police badge. It says chicken inspector on it, but... I only let him see the edge of it. He never realized it. Yes? Get your writ ready, officer. Hi, bud. You Mr. Price? Yes. Well, I represent Dr. Gamble. Dr. And... Gamble. Say, if you're a friend of his, will you give him this $5? I huh? won't have a chance to see him, and I have owed him this for a long time. Well, thank you very much. Now then, what did I hear about a writ? Writ? 
Uh, yes, I, I just told my wife. I bet you'd pay up and be rid off the list. <laughs> Much obliged. <laughs> he took the wind out of your sails like lightning had struck the mast. It's all going to be this easy. It won't be any fun. Thirty-four bucks collected already without a struggle. Well, we still have to collect 1766 mm-hmm. And that, as the elephant said when he ate the snuff and sneezed, ain't hay fever. <laughs> Where next? Right here. I sorted the bills so the calls would come close together. Mrs. Agatha Trilby. Seems she owes 12 bucks. Delinquent. This ought to be... How many times I gotta tell you I got no rooms to rent? I don't even rent rooms. I just put that ad in the paper so my husband would think I was making some money. And come home. The minute he sits his big red nose in this door, I'm going to break up. Wait, wait a minute. Ho, 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 little bit. Don't get your house dressed in a hassle. <laughs> well, we're not looking for rooms. We're collecting bills for Dr. Gamble. Yeah. That's class. I don't owe him $12, and he knows it. How'd you know the amount was 12 bucks if you didn't know it? He was passing by when my twins were born in a taxi cab. <laughs> I didn't ask him to help. And if he thinks they're only worth $6 a piece, I hate him 24 hours a day. Now, uh, who do we done, Mr. Bradstreet? Now, let me look at the list. This is the address right here. Oh, my gosh, this is where Wilcox lives. Harlow Wilcox? Yeah, he owes Gamble four bucks. Oh, this is going to be a pleasure. My gosh, I wonder if Racine knows he's running head over heels into debt like this. Oh, I hardly call four dollars head over heels. Well, it ain't the amount. It's the principle of the thing. You see? You see, you see? Good day. What can I... Oh, hello, Molly. Hello, pal. Come on in. I haven't got time, thanks. This is business, Mr. Wilcox. Junior, this is a painful thing for me to say. Huh? But I hate to see a young man like you deceiving the company you work for. Yes. After all, they have confidence What in are you, you talking They've... about? Your debt, Mr. Wilcox. What debt? Don't try to brazen it out, Junior. We're your friends. Yeah. We want to help you. Sure. Every young man makes mistakes. Yeah. Maybe you just got in with fast company. Maybe it all started innocent, matching panties or something. <laughs> then you started putting a shot of lemon in your Coke. <laughs> Not realizing that you were on the downward path. We realize that these things... Oh, be... for Pete's sake, will you tell me what this is all about? I don't owe anybody a nickel. Please, Mr. Wilcox. How about your account with Dr. Gamble? Four dollars, Junior. Last July 19th. Let me see that. Give it to him, Giddy. Here, boy. Just give us a reasonable explanation and the four bucks and we'll hush the whole thing up. We realize... Hey, wait a minute. This is not a bill. What? Look hmm? at it. It says memo. Hmm? Hey, Harlow Wilcox, four dollars. Balance on glow coat order. <laughs> well, I'll be a... How'd that get in with these bills? Well, we apologize, Mr. Wilcox. Oh, that's all right, folks. I remember the incident very well. Yeah. I was in Doc's office one day, and I commented on how shabby his linoleum was getting. Oh. I told him to use some Johnson self-polishing glow coat on it. Mm-hmm. He said his office girl didn't have time. I told him it didn't take any time. Pour a little out, I said, and spread it around, I said, and in 20 minutes or less, I okay, said... Okay, 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 we know all about it. And it would make his office linoleum look like new again. Much what? more attractive and sanitary looking to his patients. So I took some Johnson's glow coat up and showed him. Yeah, but what... Ah, he loved it. <laughs> that glow coat made his office look like it had been refurnished. Really sparkled. Well, sir, Doc was so tickled he ordered a case of glow coat right away. Hmm. This memo was to pay the balance of the bill. Okay, Waxy. 
I'm sorry. Come on, Molly. We better go. Hey, wait a minute. What is it, Mr. Wilcox? What do you want? Four bucks. What? Doc owes me four bucks. It says so right here. Come on. This is a painful thing for me to say, boy. But if the company knew you were holding out payment... Give it to him, McGee, for goodness sake. Okay, I know when I'm late. Here, Waxy, four dollars. Thank you. You know what I'm going to do now? What? Go home. Oh, I am home. So long. Bill says Wolf Watson, 35 bucks. Wow, this is a big one. My cut of that's going to be 1750. Yeah. Good day, sir. Uh, collectors, bud. You got a bill against you for 35 bucks. Account with Dr. Gamble. Want to pay up or do I slap you with a writ of Tramus Mortimus? Take it easy, Mac. My wife's just inside. Don't you owe this bill, sir? What's it for? I don't remember. Uh, office treatments, bud, for a lipstick allergy. Oh, climbing here. Here's 50. Buy a cigar. Go on. Beat it. Imagine that, a 15-buck tip. Money talks, even if it only says hush. That bill just said office treatment, $35. How'd you know it was for a lipstick allergy? Oh, I made that up. He said his wife was just inside, so I thought that would get some fast action. And now, let's see. How much money we took in so far yet? $84, less before you had to pay Mr. Hmm. Wilcox. That's an even 80. My end of that is 40 bucks. Not bad. I could live good on 40 bucks a day, I could. Well, here's the next victim, baby. What's the name? Lancelot Eisenhower Dempsey. <laughs> Got him down for $22. Well, we've only had one failure so far. Hello, folks. My God. <laughs> Wimple! Heavenly days. What are you doing here, Mr. Wimple? I own this house, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> But don't tell Sweetie Face. You, you know my big old wife. Yeah, but, but who's Lancelot Eisenhower Dempsey? <laughs> That's me. Huh? I own this house under that name. Well, what's the idea of the extra house, Mr. Wimple? Oh, it's just sort of a hideaway, Mrs. McGee. There isn't any furniture in it, but I come here almost every day and sit on the floor and read my bird book. Your what, Wimp? My bird book. <laughs> Won't you come in? We can sit on the floor in the dining room. That's soft pine. No, thank you, Mr. Wimple. We're out collecting bills for Dr. Gamble. Got Lancelot Eisenhower Dempsey down here for 22 bucks, Wimp. Oh, gracious, I forgot all about that. Yeah. That was for setting my broken arm the time Sweetie Face twisted it because I did something naughty. Mm -hmm. What'd you do, kid? Well... She put on his slacks one day. Mm -hmm. Although why they call them slacks on her, I'll never know. <laughs> Anyhow, she had them on and she was doing her yogi exercises and had her ankles crossed behind her head. Uh -huh. I taped them together with adhesive tape. Oh. <laughs> then I stood well back and made faces at her. <laughs> Did you get loose again? She rolled across the room and knocked the telephone off the hook. Oh, called the police, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't answer. I'd cut the wires. <laughs> An aluminum salesman cut her loose two days later after he gave her a cooking demonstration first. <laughs> I hid here for two whole weeks that time. Mr. Wimple, uh, I don't like to be inquisitive, but how did you happen to marry a sweetie face? I didn't. She married me. 
she asked me one night, can you cook, Wallace? And I said, well, I can make fudge. And she said, I think I'll marry you anyway. And I said, no, dear, I said, but you can be a sister to me. And she said, you think so, brother? <laughs> the next thing I knew, we were on our honeymoon. You won't tell her I live here under another name, will you? Oh, of course not, Mr. Wimple. Here, here's uh, Dr. Gamble's $22, Mr. McGee. Oh, thanks. How'd you ever think up Lancelot Eisenhower Dempsey, Wimp? Oh, it just appealed to me somehow. It's such a brave name. Well, remember now, don't tell. Sing, the leader doesn't like music. Our leader is, to say the least, a most peculiar fellow. He seems to know his instruments from piccolo to cello. He plays all compositions and he plays in every key. But he has one peculiarity. Oh, the leader doesn't like music. Ta-da-da, ta-da-da, ta-da-da. He's no like of the music. For when he was a boy, he never could enjoy the fun that the other fellows had. His father, who was very stern, said it's music you must learn, and that's what really made him mad. Oh, the leader doesn't like music. So the people on the floor may be clamoring for more. With his baton in his hand, he will have you understand that the leader doesn't like music, and the leader doesn't like the band. Oh, the leader hates all kinds of music. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He doesn't like it sweet. Oh, he doesn't like it hot. Does it with 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 myself, Tootsie. How much dough we got so far? One hundred and two dollars. Fifty-one of it is yours. <sighs> not bad, not bad. You realize that's twenty thousand a year? Remind me to have ice cream on my pie for lunch. My standard of living has been too low. Now, take it easy, Pat. After all, this is... Oh, there's Mayor Latrivia. Yoo-hoo, Mr. Mayor. Hi, Latrivia. Hello there. What are you doing in this end of town? We're collecting old bills for Dr. Gamble, Your Honor. Any success? Well, the old bone bender is still in the same tax bracket, Latrivia, but... We've said hello to some money. He'd kiss goodbye. Say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of kisses, Mr. Mayor, uh, <laughs> how's uh, Miss Tremaine these days? Fine, fine, thank you. I just saw her a few minutes ago. Bless her little redhead. <laughs> redhead? I thought she was a brunette. I thought she was a blonde. Uh, she, uh, she was. <laughs> Both. <laughs> But uh, she has a chance to appear in a new play, and she's been experimenting a little with her hair. Oh? Will she go to Hollywood, Mr. Mayor? I hope not. So does Dot Gamble. 
She still got both your pictures glaring at each other on the top of her piano? Well, I must say that Doctor's photo has a certain menacing expression, but mine is rather pleasant, I think. Mine is smiling, like uh, Donna Michi. Donna who? Donna Michi. Who's she? It isn't a she, it's a he. Don Amici. He played Alexander Graham Bell. Really? What'd they play and who won? They didn't play anything and nobody won. That is, it was a moving picture and Amici played Bell. You mean the telephone bell? Yes. I mean, he played the part of the man who invented the telephone. Oh. Which part of the man did he play? The head and shoulders, I presume. He played all of it. I mean, the character was... Amici impersonated... This is so... so... So silly? No. So long. <laughs> so long, Your Honor. Well, shall we make one more collection, Molly? How far do we have to go? It's right here. Right handy. Come on. Hi, bud. You, uh... You Mr. Andrew White? Yes, I am. Why? Uh, we're collecting for Dr. Gamble, sir. Got a bill against you for $19, bud. You gonna pony up, or do I slap you with a writ of Tramus Mortimus? Well, there's no use making any threats, brother. If I owe the money, I'll be glad to pay. It must have been an oversight, because... By the way, haven't we met before? Well, uh, personally, I don't know you from a load of hay. Except a load of hay isn't parted on the side. <laughs> Your puss is kind of familiar, bud. You from Peoria? No. What's your name? McGee. Fibber McGee. Fibber McGee. That's it. Huh? Legion Convention in Chicago, 1935. Uh -huh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're that Andy White. Well, what do you know? This is my wife, Molly, Andy. Meet Andy White, Molly. How do you do, I'm sure. Well, well glad to meet any wife, Fibber McGee. Mm. <laughs> uh, you remember me, huh, McGee? Oh, I'll say I do, comrade. I and you had a room together at the convention. I filled the pillowcases with water and you threw them out the window at the Sherman Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, men are boys grown tall and silly. <laughs> yeah, imagine meeting old Andy White. Well, it sure is good to see you, comrade. Well, I'm especially happy to see you, too, comrade. Why, comrade? Because, comrade, you owe me a hundred bucks I loaned you to pay your hotel bill. <laughs> Still got the I.O.U. right here. See? A hundred bucks. Got that much with you, comrade? Well, say something, comrade. <laughs> Hello. will be back in just a moment. Here's something that may surprise you. Do you realize that when you brighten your kitchen floor with Johnson Self-Polishing Glow Coat, you're using the most popular of all no-rubbing floor polishes? All over the country, Glow Coat way outsells all other self-polishing floor waxes. Now, there are many reasons for this. Most important to you, perhaps, is the really bright shine you get with Johnson's Glow Coat without any rubbing or buffing. 
A shine so bright you can always count on maximum beauty for your linoleum and other floors. With Glowcoat, you also get that wonderfully tough wax protection, which adds so greatly to the life of your linoleum, makes it so easy to keep it sparkling clean. And Glowcoat is so perfectly blended that it never streaks, it's always smooth and even, its quality is completely uniform. Try it. Discover for yourself why more women buy Johnson's self-polishing glow coat than any other floor polish. get straight on how much we owe Dr. Gamble out of those collections? Yep, 49 bucks of Doc's dough was in that hundred I paid off. Besides the bill for seven bucks, he says we owe him. Heavenly days. Now we owe him $56 instead of seven. Yep. Wonder who's going to try to collect that for him. <laughs> Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry, and reminding you that this is National Brotherhood Week, a week dedicated to the very foundation of democracy, tolerance. Good night. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.